Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. to send you all the health, hope and happiness in the world. Still here in quarantine, we do have a little tiny light at the end of the tunnel though, which is some good news. Just got to make sure we we stay uh, all for one and one for all. I do want to start today's episode by saying a huge, huge thank you to everyone who has left such kind um, comments and remarks either on my uh, YouTube or on the Instagram. Uh, Thanks so much for subscribing and your support. It means the absolute world to me. All right. So today's episode of Extraordinaires is brought to you by (coughs) you, Corona. (laughs) We are going to kick you in the pants kick you to a bunch of Sundays away from here, so don't get too comfy. This is another uh, episode in the COVID Affairs series, uh, a little thing we're trying to do here at Extraordinaires to, to help you, to help connect you with the experts, with the helpers, people who can give you advice, support, uh, effective, practical, actionable information to help us all get through this uh, historical time together. So today, our topic is business. Business, business, business. It's a terrible business going on and we're trying to make business better. If you are a business owner right now, um, you might be pretty understandably worried about how you're going to stay afloat. You might be worried if your business will ever be deemed essential again, let alone being able to be viable. I mean, I teach yoga for a living. How am I ever going to be able to touch people's bodies again? I don't know. So I'm trying to find and create interesting ways to uh, move forward in some other way. Hence today's episode. We all know that there is a way forward. Uh, There's got to be. But how does one stay loose and stay fearless and actually feel their way into creating new money-making business plans? How do you pivot? How do you pivot? Now, I know that stress and tension and fear of scarcity is bubbling up for all of us, but really, oh, it's not going to do any good. We have to find our way into flow, and I'm hoping that this conversation will help us get there. So that's why I've brought this guy on, this guy, my guest today. Okay, what I know of him is that he's really cool, he's very kind, and he is wicked money smart. He's kind of like the Wolf of Wall Street, but without all the funny pills. (laughs) Allow me to introduce to you Brian A. Wasserman. Brian has the Midas touch 
if ever I've seen it. Brian is a very active entrepreneur. He's daily dedicated. He's a business creator. And he currently has so many successful businesses, I'm pretty sure he needs two hands to count them on. He did in fact work on Wall Street for many years. He was trusted to look after the money and investments of billionaires, no pressure. He was the CFO or Chief Financial Officer for a Wall Street investment banking firm. Brian was instrumental also in the startup, the formation and the financing of some really massive biotech companies. Now, if you trade uh, stocks on the NASDAQ, not that I do, uh, but if you do, then you've definitely heard of his company Newtech or Newt for short, that's its uh, trading nickname. I mean, Newt just makes me think about that little girl that uh, Sigourney Weaver named on the alien spaceship. Clearly, I know nothing about stocks and trading, but that'll give you some idea of where we're at and why I've invited Brian on <laughs> to help me. <laughs> he actually guest lectures at fancy universities on the things we're going to be talking about today, which is energetic entrepreneurship, flow states in business, and the art of business alchemy. Ugh, right up my alley. And lately he's done what we all wish that we could do, and that is do a complete 180 in business. He's transformed one of his importing businesses into a PPE import business. So far he's bought 12 million units of personal protection equipment into the United States. I mean, talk about hashtag look for the helpers. <laughs> in other cool, noteworthy news, this man is a sworn New York State Peace Officer. He studies in Poland with an actual spiritual wizard whose name is Wim Hof. If you don't know who Wim Hof is, then I suggest you get Googling because he's pretty damn cool. And with Brian's spare time, he started a 501c3 called Mystic Arts, a foundation for the study of human transformation. Lastly, and I shit you not about this, Brian Wasserman is an actual bona fide pet detective. <laughs> he's a detective and he's the director of law enforcement for the Nassau County SPCA. That's the Society for the Protection of Animals. He fights crimes against animal cruelty. He deserves an extraordinaire's pen. He's a fucking pet detective. Now you're kind of getting to see the whole picture of why I think that Brian Wasserman, you know, is an extraordinaire and why his middle name is awesome. He knows how to build kick-ass businesses from scratch. He knows how to make money and how to live a big, abundant, exciting life because he knows how to do it all and have it all. Uh, and this guy teaches people how to do it. You're welcome. P.S. He's a pet detective. So nothing makes me happier than to be able to welcome my friend uh, Brian A. Wasserman here today. Never fear, Brian A. Wasserman is here. Hey, yay. Thank you, Brian, you're on. <laughs> Thank you, Teresa. That was so wonderful. I'm so happy to be here and so happy to share anything I can possibly share for your listeners. We've been speaking on a couple of calls about money and you uh, just have proven yourself to have so much great information and so much passion about helping people, you know, overcome their stigma against having it all and being great in business. And so I'm really happy that you're here. And, and thanks for having me. I'm, I'm really glad to be here to talk about, about business and money. It's one of my favorite energies to talk about. And I sometimes I, I feel like it, it gets a, a, a short end of a stick and I'm going to maybe try to put a different light on, on what creating is and how to use the energy of money to create. Oh, 
Well, where do you even start with something like that? You teach this in universities. Where do you begin? Teach me. Just let me drink in your information, please. <laughs> Thank mm. you. Um, I, 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 te- I really love teaching. Um, it's one of the one of my ways of giving back and being in service. And I really enjoy uh, in, impacting and being with young minds. The questions I get back, I speak in about entrepreneurship and the energy of money. Mm. And I give it a, a bit of a different perspective on what business and what money and how to how to create abundance. The basic principle of where I start teaching is that money is energy. Mm-hmm. And un- not unlike electricity, in fact, we call money currency mm-hmm. and electricity flows and it's a currency. It mm-hmm. flows in a current. And although spelt differently, it's just interesting to me that the words are the same. And when we go to a light switch and we turn the light on, electricity flows and we have an expectation that it's going to flow. And we don't need to know how it works. We don't mostly even care how it works. We just care that it shows up. Mm -hmm. And if you treat money like another source of energy, it it starts changing your whole mindset towards how to how to be creative and accept money for your creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it really starts with 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 you, with you as your in, as an individual. Who are you as an individual, and what's your personal relationship with money? Mm-hmm. How did you grow up um, thinking about money? Mm. How did your parents? think about money Mm. Uh, all of us have um our trait as human beings we take in stimulus from the outside and our bodies are programmed to invoke emotional reactions to that stimulus Mm -hmm. every stimulus has an emotion attached to it and our brain stored as hieroglyphics and images and money is a stimulus Mm -hmm. from the outside and we all have an emotional reaction to it. And it's that's the starting point right. of converting your creating a relationship with money where you can say, as I did at the top, I love talking about money. Right. It's it's part of a flow state. Money is it's just like being um, it, as, as much as when I'm creative, when I'm writing when I'm working for an art foundation, it's all part of a synergistic energetic communication system Right. with money just being one piece of it. And if we learn to detach our emotion, the negative emotions and bring on positive emotions associated with our business successes, then and, and start being honest about what it is, how we relate to money. Everybody's going to relate different and everybody has different systems. My system, it may not may not be the right system for everybody because I relate to money differently than say you relate to money. Can I ask you um, a question about that? Yeah, of course. Did you, because I have trauma around the relationship to money and I'm wondering, did you ever have to repair that before you moved forward? And if so, then yeah. if not, then I have to figure out maybe someone who's watching has to figure out how to remove that so they can move forward with your program. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think everybody has has trauma associated with money at some level. Yeah. And I I part of the human condition is experiencing 
abundance mm. and experiencing scarcity. Yes. It's on part of the human on every level. And it's and money again, like love, like relationships, it's just an energetic exchange. Okay. What's interesting about money and what I teach as part of the basics is that money's a very interesting energy. Mm. It's a very high vibrational energy. And often people see it as maybe a low vibrational energy. And again, this is about the mindset. But for me, money's very high vibrational. And I'll I'll defend it. Money's high vibrational because it's the only energy besides the universe itself that is forever expanding. Right. It's not subject to the laws of decay. Quantum physics don't affect money. Mm. Now, how is that? Is that a falsity? Is that a truth? We could argue that forever. Right. But, but in fact, it is a truth. Money only goes up in value. It generally, it always, a dollar today is a dollar ten, and money makes money. It's just a, well, the universe is forever expanding. Right. And, and money's in that category of energy. Okay. Um, I'll give you another one. Money is a universal exchange agent. Uh-huh. There's, there's no other energy that is so readily exchangeable into another form of energy. Hmm. And it's transferable. You can carry it in your pocket. Mm. It's like magic. You reach into your little purse and you have quantities of energy you're holding yeah. that, that, that you can exchange for other interactions and energy, physical things right. or, or experiences. It's not just physical things. It's experiences too. So money has this very, very unique property. And I think because of its uniqueness as a property, um, it's very important that you have a mindset that you you respect that mm-hmm. and and you you understand it understand its power. Um, and those are really two of the most important principles I start with, which is money is energy mm. and it's a really, really unique energy. It's got very special properties. it's it's very magical. It stores on a little card that we call a credit card. Mm. It stores on the internet in the form of PayPal or Venmo, it, it moves between time and space effortlessly. Mm. Have you always I mean, if thought we could, like this about money? Or was this a, a thing that occurred to you when you were dealing with so much of it? Yeah, um, I've always been intrigued by money. Mm-hmm. I just never fully understood why I was so intrigued by money. I mean, I and, like it. <laughs> yeah, most people like it because what it could, that, you know, it, it started for me as, the, as always, it's, it's the basics, mm. right? The, the, the roof over your head, the, the need to provide for my family, sure. the, um, and, and those are all the third core tenant of my system that I teach is about how important it is to match your self-interest with a greater interest. And right. most often because of our stories and our programming, we we come to things and often we're either one, heavily one, or heavily the other. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I want my self-interest is over. This is the the view of, of the general Wall Street guy right now. Yeah. Right? The white collar Wall Street, which, you know, I loved you referred to the Wolf of Wall Street. I I, I literally grew up on Wall Street during those times in the nineties, during the dot com boom and um, that's, you know, that's the, 
that I, I just need money thing. And then, yeah. but, but there's a lot of unrepresented, if you really looked at the balance of Wall Street, there's a lot of service, a lot of people who are, who are there in service and have, have either been very successful at accumulating money and, and have money isn't the greatest motivator. And I, as really? in my system, I, I get to that where, you know, service and, and it's not always about money. Building businesses for me yes. isn't as much about, it's more about how many employees I can impact and how I can pay it forward. And, mm-hmm. Teaching all the people that that I work with and I partner with, um, how I see money and 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 how we can give back in in so many different ways through our product and right. and it's it's matching service with self interest mm-hmm. and that when you couple that with this magical energy of money capital and a, a proper mindset about it, it's a very very powerful combination. Do you feel that way? <laughs> Do you feel like tithing and charity and giving really is an energy for the equal receiving? You have to give of it in a charitable way for it to come back. Is that an energetic idea that you have? No. I no. Okay. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I I think that you have to give in a way that it serves for you. Okay. Explain that. And and, and if you. You have to honor the self. The, the language of entrepreneurship, step four somewhat, the language of entrepreneurship that I have found uh-huh. that works for me is not accounting. Although I'm a CP certified public accountant, retired, and the, the real language of entrepreneurship and creation is emotion and focus. Okay. Those are, those are the two key components. It's Emotion and focus, and I'll go through them. So emotion comes to the self-interest, and you have to bring emotion to whatever it is you want to create. When you put emotion and focus with good mindset, the um, these are the these are the tools and the language. The the universe has to respond to it, and it's it's just inevitable. But what's interesting is. Mm. It never always responds the way I think it's going to respond. Really? That's, that's, that's ego. That's from coming from the I, Oh, I thought it would be this way or I thought it would be that way. Um, and, um, I always liken this to, again, you really need to have a lot of thought and consideration into what it is you want to create and Mm. what is your self-interest and what is your greater interest and how you use your thoughts and words impeccably mm. like a God very carefully mm. because um, the universe and it's with the emotional feedback loop is very exact. Mm. It, it's it re, you, we think we're saying something or asking for something and it's not in fact because our mindset isn't safe or we don't understand set the, the, the energy that we're pushing. Right. Um, so you know, which brings me back to your original question, which I, I hope I answered about trauma yeah. and money and relationship with money. Mm. Um, we all have it at some level. We all have these memories mm. of this. Uh, my my whole philosophy is about, and I, I talk about this to the students when I teach, is, is counting miracles right. and learning from our learning from our successes. Yes. Everybody's like, oh, I learned from my failures. I either win or I learn. Um, but we, we downgrade learning from our successes. 
I think some and, of the rewards are, are never as loud, are they? Yeah. And, and, and that's counting miracles. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the good things that happened to you today? Mm-hmm. I got up. I saw a bird formation. That's a very, very important mindset because, mm-hmm. again, I see all of these tools mm-hmm. as building blocks. It's like a snowball. Yeah. You, you see, you, you change one little piece of the mindset. Sure. You, you relate a little differently to, to the energetic of money. You, um, you sit in a quiet place mm. and, and meditate, which is also very much part of, of being in a flow state of business. Yes. Um, the, the Bible, not the most religious, but I, I love this. The first line of the Bible, mm. right? In the beginning, there was a void. There was nothing. And out of nothing, God created everything. Uh-huh. Pretty cool. Bam. He's a cool dude. Right? Mic drop. So <laughs> to me, that's a metaphor for all creati- creativity right. comes from stillness, comes from nothing. Got it. Yeah, for sure. So that's what you're saying in a, in a nutshell. You're saying in order for you to create not only through the speech that you have, but your your energetic, pure intention to create a, a business, um, an entity to put out in the world that has to be connected to the two parts of you. And you get that by spending time in your stillness, spending time in your meditation uh, to connect and create that thing from that space. That's what you're saying about the snowball effect. I, I in my meditation, sometimes I sit, here's a technique that's possible. You sit and meditate on what if you know exactly what it is that you want in the business that you're trying to create or the thing that you're trying to create the entity the the legacy if i'm going to create it in my mind then i'll sit with it in meditation and 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 live and experience and and breathe and taste what it's like to actually have it be fulfilled so you live in that space of already being grateful for it already being real and it tends to realign the actual DNA in your body. It's been proven for that to happen, right? To then that becomes the reality to be it before. Don't strike while the iron's hot, strike to make the iron hot. Yes. I love that. I do too. I love that saying. And, and it's the, we also, the universe, the language is emotion and focus, but unfortunately it works on a time delay that nobody yet has figured out. (laughs) Okay. And so our expectations, our, the I again, Uh our expectations are that we do A, B, and C. It's like a recipe. We're baking a pie and voila, you know, Z happens. (laughs) And um, yeah, Z may happen. It may happen in a little different way and a little different time. And I love what you said is, is I use visualization. Uh. I'm, I'm a deep, deep visualizer. And um, I find it so powerful, both in the positive and negative. You mm. you really want to um, be you know be very mindful of your visualizations because again, as a snowball, mm-hmm. as you get good at this, um, your time delay lands up getting shorter and shorter. Is what I have found. Yes, I see. Um, and it, this is counting miracles because yes. it, you get rewarded with big miracles by seeing little miracles. Yeah. I immediately in the intro had me thinking, okay, how does a yoga instructor make a pivot? Yeah. How do I pivot? Right. This is where the, the, the focus comes in. Uh-huh. Um, because, and, and the emotion, how badly do you want to make a pivot? Yeah. How badly do you want to make a pivot? You got to want it. I get that. Yeah. How serious. And, and that's like, 
Like, do you, are you staying up? You know, are you ready okay. to do the, the deeds and the habits to make that pivot? Because right. some of my coaches, I've been coached by some, some Navy SEALs and, and they always say there there's, there's no victims. There's only volunteers. Huh? Yeah. And, and um, and, and so, so do you, you know, are you ready to do the thing? Are uh-huh. you really ready to do the thing? And then, and then are you, can you be patient enough and can you be open enough? Mm-hmm. So when the thing shows up, you recognize it. So are you saying that this might be an opportunity? Someone might be in business right now and it's all gone. <laughs> I was trying to not say the word, first, but I actually ended up saying it. <laughs> are you saying that it might be the opportunity for them to look and say, is this the time to actually pivot into something else that I'm passionate about? Instead of just trying to kick the old horse back into the race, should I be trying to create something totally new that is deep in my soul and purpose? It's really interesting. Um, great question. I, a few things I'll, I'll, I'll speak on that I could say on that. One, I see this as a great opportunity. And this is about my mindset. I have retuned my mindset to see, I understand the scarcity. I am not at all pushing back the, the amount of pain and suffering, um, the, the sick people, those that aren't working, the uncertainty. Yeah. I, I personally think um, our government has, has somewhat let us down and they need to put a, a bigger safety net under. Yeah. I really thought we were going to have a, a much wider and broader safety net than, than we have. And hopefully some of the states will do it. And, and again, the, the energy, the money of this all will sort itself out. There'll be the economists, it's this, it's that, and they'll see scarcity and inflationary. And, um, but, but right now it's humanity and Mm. we got to bring, we got to have food on the table and I'm not, but I also, Mm. while that's happening, see an enormous opportunity for those who have the mindset the emotional fortitude, the focus to do the deeds and the habits and um, mm. let go of the eye and sit quietly, take some time to sit quietly and really consider what it is that motivates them and what it is where they can serve. Mm. And because without serving, you don't have really a product. That's that's what business is about. Business is about service. Right. Um, and um, yes, there's an interesting opportunity here where people have a, a, a time out uh-huh. where I'm doing it. I'm doing it in almost every one of my businesses. Mm. It's very interesting um, where we've we've taken the time out. We've been forced to time out most of them. And what do we want to come back? as? Yes. What market did we serve? Were those customers the customers we want to serve in the future? Are these who, where do we want to be? Who do we want to service? How do we want to remake ourselves um, when we come back? How are we going to come back out? Um, I find it interesting. Mm-hmm. The federal government, the state government, everybody has a three-phase plan, a five-phase plan, or whatever. But what's your plan? Forget them. Mm-hmm. Like, I've developed my own three-phase plan. I'm not waiting for someone to make a plan for me. Right. This is about mindset visualization, no victims, right? Just volunteers and stepping out and being like, all right, what's our plan? Like, we know there are limitations. We can't, you know, I'm not going to open up my tattoo parlors except in Georgia until after the current date. But 
besides those, wh- how, what's my plan? How are we going to operate? And I've been speaking to a lot of my peers who run businesses and there, there's going to be a new, there's going to be a different form of business. Um, are people going to go to crowded offices? Are they going to commute? What's the short term? What's the midterm? Um, what, what, what could change that? Could, could a therapy come out right. in the next 30 to 60 days? It's very effective because we've never had, I've been in biotech for 35 years. Mm. I, there's never been a time every scientist in the world is working on one problem. Right. Maybe that's a model. Maybe we should just do one thing at a time. Ooh, crowdfund so, problems. Right? I like that. But, but we've never been so unified against one common disease. It's, it's an incredible time mm. to see um, all of these problems create tremendous opportunities for really creative resource people who are, who are in the mindset of filling, looking at, at the world yeah. that way. Um, and they're going to fill the gap. We've, we've given up a lot of our manufacturing and we, we need to, as a country, again, when we look back, restart up, figuring out how, what do we need? How are we going to sure. service these needs going forward? Do we want to rely on other countries? Do we want to rely on ourselves? And yeah. There's just so many lessons in it. I like I, I like what you're saying there. Do you want to? Uh, I know I want to go through your five tips. I know you've worked on kind of, and we'll put these in the in the YouTube comments if you wanted to look and, and go through them like an exercise. Your five tenants, and then we can go through and kind of um, look through the perspective of of our audience and how those might be utilized. Cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of them we've gone through. Sure. I, I call it, I, I call it my toolbox. Yeah. And I, I've rolled a lot of, lot of, lot of them out and I really use these. I'm what's for me, I, I was fortunate mm. in that I am an emotional person. I've always been emotional. I, I get excited about things and my excitement, it turns out was a language of creation for me. Yeah. And, um, so I, I really um, encourage people to to find that excitement in themselves. Uh-huh. And back to what you said, which is is w- what excites you. And um, that that's my first tip. Yep. Be emotional. Mm-hmm. Be emotional. Come from the heart. It shows. As a guy who's a Wall Street guy, who's a CPA, an accountant, investment banker, who's all heady. Yeah. I know it's a little weird, but I'm saying shoot from the heart. Shoot from your vagus nerve. You have as much nerve endings in your stomach as you do in your brain. And it's, it's a loop. It's a feedback system and it's telling you something and be emotional. It it is, it is an amazing, amazing, powerful tool. And then be focused. Mm -hmm. And this is again, where I was very fortunate. I can sit if I'm emotional about something and time disappears for me. Yeah. I enter a flow state of course. and that's what flow flow states are. Flow state is when you're at your best, your best performance under a little stress. Uh-huh. It's timeless. Yes. It's effortless. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bliss. Some people call it the deep now. Uh-huh. Uh, I am literally deaf. I cannot hear when I'm in this state. Oh yeah. Um, it's a trance. Uh-huh. It's a complete business trance. Right. Yeah, it's not really work, uh, is it? It's a joy because you're passionate about it, your creation. Yeah. It 
it's such a joy. I get that. Um, and um, it's um, it's been somewhat natural for me, but there's ways to develop it. Okay. One of my my favorite tips is, and this is not mine. Again, this is used by a lot of CEOs and powerful creators. It's called protecting your first ninety. Okay. And it's it's about protecting the first ninety minutes of your day. Oh, I like that. And uh, it's been proven. I'm not a, a doctor. Famous words these days. <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> the, uh, the neurology is is we're at our best we're at our peak in the morning yes no matter what you think um i'm not a coffee drinker uh -huh. but get whatever you need and protect <laughs> your first 90 okay don't get sucked into that's where you're you're most creative yes now that doesn't mean you got to sit and do business plans and spreadsheets my 90 is mine yes. when i say protect it protect it in every way uh -huh. protect your mindset do your meditation. Yes. Have a morning routine. Yeah. Um, I could do all those things and do an hour's worth of work. And That's it, right. I'm literally more productive than a full day. I don't take phone calls. Yep. Um, I generally, you know, if it's, I, I do really research, work, reading, try not to get caught up in too many um, detail-oriented emails yeah. and, and, and uh, the particulars of the day. That'll all take care of itself. Yeah. So I religiously protect my first 90. I love that. Do you um, speak? Do I speak? Uh-huh. It's, 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 so in it's an interesting thing, thing to add. Don't speak. Don't take a text. Don't speak. I don't speak. Yeah. I don't speak. Well, you mightn't. <laughs> I don't even think about it, but I now that you're I'm thinking, I, I don't speak. It's, it's by myself. Yeah, it's your voice, um, and you can hear your voice and your intuition bubble up with your ideas. It's, uh, it's very special. I'll do my meditation. I'll do my Wim Hof breathing, or I do an ice bath every day. I, um, part of my mindset and, and part of the mindset of business is the wedge. Um, the wedge is, not, is, a, is a great – it's a Wim Hof concept. Uh -huh. Scott Carney, an author, just wrote a book uh -huh. called The Wedge. Okay. I, I highly recommend people read the wedge. and it's the wedge. It's, and it's about how you can change your relationship with any energy instantaneously oh, through so this is getting over the trauma of money. Then this could be a tool yes. for that. I'm on it. Yes. Okay, great. Because the, the cold in whims method, taking ice baths uh -huh. is a metaphor. It's a stimulus. And, his whole system is about relaxing and changing your relationship with him. Mm. I love my ice bath. Now, I hated cold. Yeah. I've lived in New York for my whole life. And for the last 25 years of my marriage, I've been asking my wife to move to a warmer climate. And through uh, training with Wim Hof, and I know these things, but again, um, I had I had this great relationship with business, but... Not such a great relationship with emotional relationship with cold. And he taught me I could change that in four days. I went to him in Poland, completely changed my thermostat. Amazing. I came back. And and that proved to me that the techniques, the things I'm talking about, there's there's no trauma mm. that you, you can can't. anything through that. You colander. can detach and you can create new Got emotions it. by seeing miracles. Okay. And, and by... By living in abundance, uh -huh. recognizing their scarcity. This is not a, mm. a la la, you know, Pollyanna it's way of creating. This guy's been like tested thoroughly, and he's got some real insight. Wim Hof, and 
and it's 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 de- it's top down regulating, which is all about what I've been talking about in business. Yeah. Okay. Is, you know, if money is your cold, yep. If business is your cold, got it. And no worries. Like we can, you can re. You're in charge, and you can reprogram that, huh. and and use your focus, use your emotion, protect your ninety. Okay. Um. Uh, wedge training. Yeah. <laughs> which is what we just did got is it. the next one. Yeah. Train train these emotional attachments. Create positive ones. Yes. Um. And meditation. Be quiet amongst all this noise. Yeah. It's going to all, we're going to look back at this time and we're going to be like, what happened? And um, some of my advice to people I've been talking about is, is see this as a gift if you can. You've either got glass glass half empty or half full and one does one thing and one does the other. So your choice is to full, I get that. And and what are you going to do with this time? Mm. It's been, we've been granted this, this worldwide Vipassana. This yeah. worldwide slowdown. And what what are you going to do with it? Yeah. I mean, we started joking. I have my adult children here. I, I have this. my 25-year-old and my 21-year-old son home. We've been home. It's it's like they're back in high school. It's amazing. We were empty masters. Never in our lifetime did my wife and I think we'd be back having family dinner again. That's special. So it's, it's, it's such a gift. And then we're like, okay, so guys – what are we going to do with this time? We've yeah. already wasted. We've been here six weeks and none of us speak Mandarin. So <laughs> what are we doing? That was my suggestion that we that. learned Chinese while we're here. <laughs> I love you. Um, you get to spend that time with family. It's really, and, and even the family we're not with. Yeah. We, we, I know this isn't about business, but we're more connected now. Yeah. With those that are distant through, we've had more, what I would consider yeah. real connection yes. interviews, really I agree. listening and really feeling mm. that, that, you know, we just wouldn't FaceTime with, you know, yeah. with our parents or with our cousins or our, but every night we're, we're bringing yeah. someone else into the home um, and learning. So it's, it's a great opportunity and it's a great business opportunity. There's, there's programs. One of the other things I wanted to tell people yeah. is grab those programs. They're your tax money. If yeah. you qualify for a, a pre-pay tax protection loan, apply for it. Yeah. If you qualify for a grant, apply for it. Yeah. If you qualify for extended unemployment benefits yeah. and federal grant uh, benefits, apply for it. I wanted to it's get your- a, a list of that from you too. I mean, there might be some that people haven't heard of. So if you have an inside track, which I'm sure you do, I will also make a note of all those uh, on the YouTube comments and you can go take a look on the Therese Livingston YouTube channel and we'll have that information there for you. Yeah, it's good advice. We've been trying. It's And, you know, I, I um, a lot of people don't, do I qualify? Oh, I'm not going to get a line or, oh you know, you know, go do it. Yeah. Go do it. If you qualify, if you qualify, go do it because – um, it's, it's your, it's, it's really been put there to, to help you have a little base and some people who use focus and emotion mm. and protect their nineties and do all the work yeah. are going to turn that, turn the multiplier effect of the snowball. And that's going to mm. be the engine of the next economy. 
I love that you're de- you're deconstructing it. You're 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 com- you're reverse engineering the business mind. <laughs> you know, it's almost like you're coming at it from from right brain. Yeah, and um, I, I get I get a lot. Often people come to me and say, "Well, you know, it's easy. You've been successful, sure. so like now it's it's easy to have that philosophy." You, but um, but no, this is really about me looking back and seeing what I did. Mm. And all I've done now is I've just magnified it. Right. I've, I've taken the, the, the tools, the, the mindset, the, I, I've learned from all these other masters mm. of what to do. And I've put my flavor on it, yeah. which for me, it has to be about a bigger service. Sure. It's the only way I get my emotional charge. And um, I, I like running things because I want to I give back to the arts. Um, mm. the arts are going to have a, a tough time now, right? As, oh, that's as my other job. <laughs> yes. Right. As priorities change. Um, and you know, during world war two, Winston Churchill was asked why he had a huge budget item for the arts mm. during the world war. And he said, well, what are we fighting for if we don't have that? Ugh. And that re- I like, I, yeah. So we're hoping there'll be a renaissance with that because, you know, what what says more about, you know, success and happiness and bliss than, you know, champagne and dancing and acting and song, you know, so I'm hoping right. we'll get to sing and, and dance again someday soon. I, I see an enormous boom in the nonprofit sector. I see. Okay. And I'm, re- I'm really excited about in post-COVID. Um, I see... A lot of I'm in the nonprofit sector. I run the Humane Society, the Society for Protection of Cruelty Animals, in in my county, and yeah. um, I have the Arts Foundation. So I sit on on I'm, I'm on our Children's Hospital board, and I I sit on these boards, and I I get the scarcity. I get it. People yeah. won't have money. They'll be less giving, and all of those things. Um, on the other hand, I see enormous potential for the arts and for nonprofits. Okay. There's one programs there's benefits out there and wow. then they qualify okay. for some of these things we have some amazing corporations that are doing grants mm-hmm. and uh if you do the deeds and you have the focus there are grants out there for your nonprofit. okay and you can help um, me point point people in the direction of that too yeah and to me uh, uh i love applying my wall street business skills i bet you do to protecting animals. <laughs> That's the right brain, left brain. Yeah. So I use the same principles. Mm-hmm. The same principles I use to build a business are the principles I use to build nonprofits. They're the same principles. Oh, and and my last tool. This is oh, one yeah. of my famous uh, one of five. my favorite my famous lines, which is is you got to have a team. What are your resources? Mm-hmm. I am famous for saying I got a guy for that. <laughs> I'd love that. That's one of my favorite lines. In your oh, island Eric, accent too. So good. My my kids will say it before I can. They'll be like, how do you do that? They're like, oh, he's got a guy for that. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So who are your guys? Yeah. Do you got a guy for that? What's your, <laughs> what's your Rolodex of relationship? Uh-huh. Because here's the bottom line with money it's, and business. Okay. It's, a, it's about relationship. Yes. That's it. Right. And... And do, do people want to work with you and do you want to work with them? Everybody makes a choice all okay. the time. I like that. I really like the, the, the way that it feels. 
you know, it, it feels like if you let go of that bloody ball and chain that you think the money and the lack and the fear of scarcity, like listening to Brene Brown, you know, about her feelings of scarcity, if you flip that switch, then you can just be in the current. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's less about what I thought it was about and more about what switches do you want to turn on you want to turn on the light switch you want to turn on the money switch you want to turn on yeah. the scarcity switch it's your call exactly right yeah exactly right oof oh my god is there anything else you want to add about your top was... five or any advice for someone who is having a shit time of it oh. right now yeah i had one more Good. can i throw in a, bo a bonus one i love bonus okay bonus tip money is not the answer okay it's not the excuse. It's not. I don't have capital. I can't start. I don't. I don't. Not. It's that doesn't fly in my world. Okay. Yeah. I have started great businesses. I started a half a billion dollar public company on no money. Huh? No money. What did you it's do? It's not about. We used these techniques. We. Okay. We we couldn't not fail. We we did it the old fashioned way, the way our grandparents, the way the industrial turn of the century folks did it. Step by step, brick by brick, yep. call by call, yep. relationship by relationship. Wow. And it's it's an excuse. And if you remove it as an excuse, mm -hmm. guess what shows up? Money. Money. <laughs> which makes it a little easier. <laughs> yeah, totally. It money, you know, and that's part of my relationship with money. I grew up from a very you young age knowing money. Okay. And know it makes things easier. Yeah, totally. So it just, so it, yes, it makes things easier, but it's, it's not an excuse. Uh -huh. In fact, it's mm. the last thing I consider when I start things. Now, yeah. like you said, re reverse engineering. I know that if what I'm creating serves a purpose, uh -huh. I know that there will be money for it. And if there's yeah. not, it's the universal energy. It tells you the truth. Yep. It's the, everybody says, what's your crystal ball? My crystal ball is that. Where is the money flowing? If it's not flowing to you, you're in the wrong space. It's never wrong. It's never, ever wrong. So how does this make money? Just getting talking about like me for a second. How does a podcast make money then? How do you... I, I think it's brilliant. Um, I, I, I mean, there's so many examples of so many successful uh, uh, entrepreneurs, podcasters who have yeah. come out and built up. It's, it, it just it's takes a, time, step by step, brick by brick. It's, a, br it's a brilliant model. And it, it's about, it's about the, you know, the content yeah. and, yep. and who, who, again, what, per what are we serving? Yeah. Serving. I mean, I love coming out and speaking about about this. I've listened to to your other podcasts. I I think you're you're really serving a, a great purpose. And you know, maybe yoga is not it. Maybe yoga teaching, <laughs> exactly, is for fun. It will certainly for fun. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like I like what you said. And it's just a, it's just going to take a little a little matter of time and a little love and a little belief and a little faith in in you being um, of service. My favorite thing is to inspire others to greatness. And in that regard, I don't think it can fail because if that's my greatest passion, then we're all good. Yeah. And it's, it's deeds in how you've done the, you're, you're in it. 
You're doing the thoughts, words, deeds, and habits. Just keep doing it. Just them. keep doing keep it. Do, yep. Keep doing the habits, building the library, building the content. And and you the, the um, feedback loop will catch up over time. Yeah, this is the and, delay. And <laughs> it's the delay. And, and, and Teresa, also there's, there's work to be done yeah. on the expectations. You see the difference between our expectations. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you think the, the wedge practices that you speak about will really assist with that. Really powerful. Fantastic. I mean, for me, it's very, it's, and it's another piece of my tool. It's, it's yeah. a relatively new piece of my toolbox. Right. I've been an, a long time meditator mm -hmm. and really, uh, when I tell people, I always love because I'm I'm big on meditation, even if it's a minute. Yeah. Everybody, everybody says to me, the, the best answer I get is, is oh, I can't. My brain never stops. I can't meditate. Well, that's the purpose of meditation. Exactly right. So, right. So <laughs> I always love that. Just like I can't start a business because I don't have money. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That doesn't fly with yeah, me. The can't, so, the no, the excuse is the is the brick that you got to get rid of, right? Yeah. yeah. I hear I'll, that. I'll, and and. I'll, I'll give you, we, we, uh, if we have time, I'll talk a little bit about the, the pivot I did with my import business. Yeah. It gets very much into this mindset thing, which is. Let's talk about it. I'll, t I'll briefly lay out the pivot. The pivot was I have an import business and I have supply chain and logistics and factories overseas in India and Pakistan and China. And I can make anything from electronics to clothes and have made over the years almost everything and Amazing. anything. But um, now COVID-19 comes yeah. and we're like, okay, well, we don't want to make any of those. What are we going to make in COVID-19? And it was very obvious very early on that uh, personal protective gear was going to be needed. So we immediately started pivoting and um, getting, shifting our factories and our, because we had a skill set. The skill set is, is making things, moving those things, import, exporting them, importing them, getting them into a warehouse, logistically getting them to, there's a lot of pieces to it. So much. It's not like, oh, you just stand up there and, and it, we, we don't have, we sold masks and PPP in the past and nobody cared about it. Right. There was no market for it. Mm. Now there's, there's a, a hundred thousand times instant demand for it. Wow. So, right. So we, we, we immediately pivoted into into that space and filled a need, yeah, and filled a need, a gap, um, and that is all about again the mindset. Yeah, who are we? Well, we we just have a skill set. What's our core competency? Yeah, uh, making and moving stuff. So what needs to be made and moved. what needs to be moved? Right. It's simple. Um and. You know, through that, we, we can be of service yeah. and be of service to my team. Keep all of my my team mm. working, which was so important to me. Can I ask you a question and your thoughts on um, just on as we start to move forward and people start to like the, it's like the price gouging um, uh, concept. People are going to be starting to come up with concepts about how they can fill the need for humanity and how they will take advantage of people doing that like how do you advise people <laughs> to not become the thing that we wish that we could leave out 
as we move forward in this new normal? Like how do you make sure that you're not part of the that commercial consumer problem again? I love it. Yeah, and 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 I've really been been mindful of how are we part of the solution, not part of the problem. Yeah, we have a chance, right, to pivot into right. Purpose. You can be either. You can always everything I described can be used for quote unquote good, right, or <laughs> or, or for good, right, or or for building. It build building is building. Yes, yes. It's um being open and being clear. What, where do we want to serve? Where don't we want to serve? Where are we going to be the least disruptive? Mm. Um, I, you know, we see we're we're all of us as businessmen, we're merchant priests. Yes. We've got the merchant piece, mm. but the, the, the priesthood piece sometimes is me, me, we're keepers the, at a high level. We're the keepers of, of a sacred energy. Mm the energy of money mm-hmm. and, and how do you want to, and how do you want to be a custodian of that? And yeah. um, so, you know, for us, it was again, using the principles, it was just intuitive. And I, I think everybody could go through these steps. Mm-hmm. See the um, miracles every day. Like you say, see the miracles and um, the price gouging stuff won't last. It never lasts. It's always, it's very sensational, mm. um, but um, prices have gone up. The, the The cost of not having our own man there's there's the snowball rolls both ways. Yeah. It can it can roll up or it can melt down. <laughs> and we've melted our manufacturing snowball down, and we need to build up our manufacturing snowball. Mm. So uh, our hospitals are fully stocked and. Um, we pay attention to what people are saying because not everything is fake news. Mm. No, gosh, no. no. Especially not right now. Yeah. Before we wrap it up, I wanted to, I, your pet detectiveness. No, yes. <laughs> uh, I wanted your, if you could share one of your best stories with us, I would, uh, I would love I, to hear that. I, I love think it. It's so um, crazy what you do. So as a segue, um, and this is about visualization and how, how my system works. As a child, I always wanted to be an animal trainer. It was like the thing I, I held deep in myself. It was part of servicing, serving me. I, I actually you. thought I'd be a dolphin trainer. So did I. But did you? And I did train animals. I wanted to be a marine biologist and train dolphins. So I, I wanted horses that, that was, But I, I would have trained anything. I, I rode horses and trained horses as a cool. kid my whole life and been around animals. And, um, so, um, but of course I'm a businessman. I work on wall street. This is so far from my thought <laughs> and I build a business and then I get this, I sell that business off and I, I get this, this gift kind of a slowdown uh-huh. and I'm like, Oh, what do I want to do? So I go back into my quiet place and, um, I'm like, Oh, I'm supposed to be an animal trainer. Yes. I'm supposed to save animals. Okay. It can't, it can't from my childhood. And, um, because I have these tools, I can, I'm pretty much can do anything Uh, I want to do. Amazing. And, um, so within, um, two years I had, as I say, infiltrated in a wonderful way, the humane society here and, um, became a dog trainer because my whole thing is you got to be of service. So what value is an, is a, Wall Street guy to the to the animal world. I had to 
So, and I'm not afraid to be a, a white belt, as I say. I always go back, and sure. I'm happy to happy to be a white belt and and learn. Totally. I'm a I'm, I'm a forever student. Yes. And um, so I learned under like a master dog trainer who un- unfortunately just recently passed away, um, Kevin Behan, who's written incredible books. Uh, one is Your Dog Is Your Mirror, <laughs> which is about the emotional, energetic connection of you and your dog. And he taught dog training through energy. Training dogs and animals is energy, just like business is energy. Got it. It's all energy. (laughs) So um, I've become a dog trainer. And uh, in order to be a a serious uh, executive in the SPCA in New York, you have to be a peace officer. You have to be a police officer. Right. So I, as a adult, retired person, went back to a police academy (gasps) and became a pet detective. Amazing really and just incredible journey and I'm blessed to serve my community. And I get this incredible opportunity to serve the, the voiceless animals of our community. And we do it with such pride. We, we saved, we saved, I think 1480 something animals last year alone. Um, some of the stories are really sensational. Um, (laughs) I see a call that there's a kangaroo that needs rescue. What? That's amazing. So, I, we live in New York. I'm the I'm the suburbs right out of New York City. Yeah, it makes no this sense. Is not can this is not kangaroo territory. Why does someone have a kangaroo in their house? In that so amazingly, uh, the 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 owner of the house got sick, was taken to the hospital. A family member showed up just to check on the house and found the kangaroo in the garage in a cage, <gasps> and called us. Good thing. We show up, and this is a, a gray kangaroo. Big? Big. Full grown. As big as uh, five five feet change. What? A male standing. too? It could kill you. He Well, so it was in a cage, and the cage was kind of trapped. So it wasn't like we were going to just pull the cage out. And, and of course, me and my partner, <laughs> what else does a, a smart detective do but starts researching? <laughs> so we go on YouTube. And we're seeing, in fact, what this kangaroo could do to us. Uh-huh, yeah. Very powerful. Sure. Lean on its tail, uh-huh. kick you, they box. Yeah. Pull your heart right so, out of your chest with those nails. So nobody's going, I'm like, okay, we need Ish. we need emergency services to come and figure out how to rescue this kangaroo. And we do have a wildlife guy, but he's never experienced a kangaroo. <laughs> but our vet, our, our vet shows up and I'm looking the other way. My partner's looking the other way. And before we know it, our vet is in the cage with the kangaroo and says, <laughs> don't let me out. <laughs> what do you mean, don't let me out? How'd you get in there? Yeah. Now, we know, based on our 30 minutes of expert research, Thanks, Google. what this kangaroo so is going to do to him. And we can't save him. <gasps> so all of a sudden, he squares off. And he grabs the kangaroo. I didn't know this. Kangaroos bark. Just so you, your visitors know, they have a bark <laughs> when they're pissed off. It was barking like right. a dog. <laughs> and he grabbed the kangaroo. He overwhelmed it, which was amazing, amazing. to me. This is amazing. Who is this guy? And he looks at us and he goes, okay, what are we doing? Oh, great. I'm like, what do you mean, what are we doing? Now what? This wasn't our plan. This was your plan. <laughs> so the thing had been shipped in a crate. It was shipped like cargo. From Australia? Yeah. <gasps> so we had the crate. He took it. He got it into the crate. It was safe. Oh, so I'm like, all right, now what? He goes, I'm going to take it back to my office. Okay. 
and keep in and, and nurse it back down. I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, it's sick. That's why I went in the cage. I made an evaluation that it was weak. It was a call. And that I was going <laughs> to be able to overpower. It. I'm like, sure. You think you could have let us know <laughs> yeah. that you had made an evaluation. Yep. So, um, he, um, he took uh, the, the Rue back to his office oof. and, um, now we had to figure out what to do with it. He did nurse it back to help. I visited the Rue, wow. um, within two weeks when I got the, to the, to the vet's place, the kangaroo had free reign of the place Aww. and it was completely friendly and it would walk around Bless. and it would just, it would take seeds out of the bird cages Aww. and the birds would talk to it. They're lovely. And and it was completely like a domesticated, really pleasant kangaroo that um, we did land up sending it to a kangaroo rescue. Yeah. In another state, there are kangaroo rescues in New York and uh, the U.S. Okay. Because that's. Because um, it couldn't go back to the wild. It was too docile. It was a. What wild? Like a domesticated kangaroo. <laughs> it's just going hang out with its mates in Manhattan. Makes no sense. Yeah. It must be so fascinating what you do. And I do love that you were able to draw the analogy that your five or six steps, like I said, that we're gonna that we're gonna mention, you stick to them and practice this. It's a practice of emotional and almost spiritual spirituality which can bring you to the money, the business and the abundant big life that you're looking for. I'm really excited that you came to share all that. Because to me, saving an animal is is way more than any business success. It's, you know, so I've morphed my, my goals and, and it's all one system. That's it's all, there's one system of life. Like you said, you got it. It's all about one system about being happy, healthy, and strong. And you've gotten to be able to now have so many businesses that you're not only a part of, but founded, but also overseeing and cheerleading. And you also get to live your childhood dreams out. Like you get to do it all just by following these uh, steps that you've come to. Just learn. by being in touch with them. Yeah. No, even knowing what they are, like what, it, what is it, it? I had to slow down to find out what it was my inner child wanted to be so now when he grew perfect up. Time. Now is a perfect time because we are being forced to slow down. So your, your advice and your techniques are, are, are never more um, helpful than they could possibly be right now. Thank you so much for, for your time. And it's fun. And it's, it's fun. It's so much fun. I had so much fun talking with you about it. I really appreciate the opportunity to me? share a little bit. Thank you for doing what you're doing. This is really amazing and, and important to to bring other perspectives into into people's homes and you know, I, I really value that. The the energy you're moving is very, very powerful. Thank you. So thank you. Keep continue to be in service. This is I it's very I see the emotion. I see the service. I, I in fact see all of the elements. Oh. Thank you so much. And you in this podcast. That means a lot to me. I'm very grateful. Ah look at you, your heart's right there, isn't it? It comes shining through. Thank you so much, Brian Awesome Wasserman, for being with us today. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for your love and support. 
You can always reach out to me on the um, Teresa Livingston, T-E-R-A-S-A, Livingstone with an E on the end, YouTube channel. Feel free to leave me comments. If you have any advice or suggestions for extraordinaires that you'd like to hear from, please let me know. And don't forget to subscribe. Gosh, it makes a difference. Please subscribe to the, the podcast. You can find that if you're not already listening on iTunes or any place that you get your good podcasts. Extraordinaires podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. And uh, don't be a stranger to me or to your neighbor or to anyone on the street. We are all in this together. Stay well, stay healthy, stay positive, stay creative, stay extraordinary. It's your immortal authority. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Extraordinary.